Timeouts left. Episode 30. Hey. We're getting up there. I made it back just in time. Yeah, dude. It's an anniversary episode. Right? A milestone episode. Long drive. I didn't think I was going to be here for this one. So. I'm glad you're back, dude. Worked out. Me too, man. I missed it. We were going off the rails a little bit. Going off the rails and uh, got your voices lowered a little bit, it sounded like. We apologize for that. Uh, That was just... That's what happens when me and TJ do a podcast. Yeah, well, when I get the audio files, I don't know what happens, but something happened. And I could not fix it. I did my best. Hey, it was a valiant effort. We gave it a college try. Next time we'll do better. Yeah, and could mean some uh, other future opportunities. Maybe another show. Hey, hey, hey. Illusion. Yeah. But we'll, uh, we'll talk about that soon. Uh, no timeouts left. Episode episode 30. Uh, year 2020 coming up around the bend. And we've got some big ideas heading into that. Yes, sir. But. I got some New Year's resolutions. Uh, we all do. <laughs> Mine will probably change by the time that even comes around. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, but you have Coach Klein here. Yours truly, at, along with. Sorry, I got a little excited there. <laughs> I miss you, dude. <laughs> miss you too, man. It's Money Mike Phillips. Money Mike Phillips. What's good? Coach Klein. And we might have some other voices hopping in over the next few weeks. I'm so excited. Look out for that too. I'm all for it. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, there's a lot going on in a bunch of different sports, so we're going to kind of condense things starting this week. We're going to do uh, our best. We're going to do our best to break it down, but break down the important stuff, especially in terms of football. The NFL, we're going to keep God. short and sweet and talk about the top stories, top games, what stood out to us, always rather than so talk much. about every single game. Always so much going on in yeah. the NFL. <laughs> it's a lot, especially this week. There's been a lot of moves by the Patriots. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of moves... One thing we're definitely going to have to talk about. Uh, Conor McGregor's coming back. He's coming back. He uh, he called out uh, Gagey and uh, my boy Cowboy Cerrone. So mm. I think I think he's eyeing a comeback for sometime early next year. Something like that. Yeah. I can't remember the exact date he said. But I'm hoping maybe we get a get a glimpse of him sooner than that yeah you know? well sometimes when you gain one you lose one too because yeah. as you walked in no lie uh, the second you walked in tj starts calling you because he wanted to break my heart <laughs> man nate diaz is dropping out of the fight for uh this saturday which well no next saturday sorry which really hurts because yeah. uh everybody was looking forward to this yeah. It was the BMF belt, man. Like, <laughs> this is the coolest thing that was that. happening in the UFC for, like, a while. And you got our hopes so high. And then then what do you do, man? He said, there's some kind of complications with the drug test or mm-hmm. something like that. He said, y'all are all on steroids, not me. <sighs> on Twitter, of course. Man. 
So obviously we're doing something a little different. We're starting the show off with UFC this week. Yeah. Uh, because, hey, breaking news right then and there. I, just break my heart. Nate news. Diaz just walking out. Yeah. Like, what's going on, man? Yeah, well. Now somebody, some other BMF is going to have to stand, step up, and fight Masvidal. Yeah. Me and TJ got kind of excited saying Connor should do it, but I don't think you'd nah. throw Connor to the wolves like that. Nah. Like, he has had his Who like, knows if he's downs. even ready? No, there's no way he's ready. I mean, um, Nate Diaz, I thought the same about him for a second. I had my doubts, but he came back and killed it, yeah. and I was looking forward to this fight. I'm yeah. upset. Yeah, but, it's it's hard to believe. As soon as I read that and you were walking in, I was just like, am I reading this right? Uh, I hate when stuff like that happens. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of these MMA fighters got this, like, diva kind of thing going on. Hey, where it's just like, if they don't get their way, they're like, mm, no. I'm done. It's not just MMA fighters. You got it in everything. Look Every at, kind of Look sport. at Antonio Brown. Yeah. Go back to college or something, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, uh, why don't we break down some fight night? All right. I'll be happy to do this one. Um, first up, uh, Charles Rosa comes out of nowhere and takes down submission artist Manny, Berm- Manny Bermudez. God, it is so hard to be fluent with these like names, I swear. Right. And then uh, it was in... Two minutes and 46 seconds of the first round with a arm bar. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. The Solid fight. Solid ground game. There was a lot of takedowns, a lot of a lot of submission attempts in this fight. <laughs> it was crazy. But Charles Rosa got it. Got it in the end. Um, and that was, that was round one? Yeah, round one. Wow. I got to love it, man. Got to love it. Rosa's a... A veteran. He's he's a killer. Yeah. But uh, moving on, we'll go to Macy Barber advances to eight zero with a TKO win over Jillian Robertson. Three minutes and four seconds into the first round, some viewers did did think it was an uncalled for early stop, but I mean it was a standing stop. Like they they got this girl off of her. Basically, it was yeah. like okay, you're taking too much damage. Yeah. So I agree with it, and I think Macy Barber called out Paige Van Zant after the fight. So we'll see how oh, where really? that goes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't see anything about that. Paige actually said something along the lines of, "I'll fight anybody, just not her." But <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's saying she hasn't earned it yet. I mean, she's wow. eight now. Not too many fights under her belt, but. Hey. You never know. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd like to see the fight because that girl was dominating. Right. Uh, Joe Lazone dominates in his hometown, Boston, with a huge KO over Jonathan Pierce only a minute and 33 seconds into the first round. He came out swinging. He mm. came out swinging. He got the job done. I'm proud of this man. He's also one of those veteran guys that just kind of been hanging around. I think he said something like, uh, he said something like, this might be his last fight. It might not. So. Mm. Look forward to seeing him in the future, hopefully. Yeah. And then we have some one of the most controversial fighters in the UFC, Greg Hardy, got the unanimous decision win over Ben Sassoli, but was seen going into the third using an inhaler, which is illegal. And Ooh. the next day was ruled a no contest. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Wow. This man used an inhaler between rounds. Oh, no. Like, obviously, not good. No. No. Like, no surprise, it's Greg Hardy. Yeah, and um, again, some more Greg Hardy news. Dos Santos pulled out of the Moscow main event due to injury. Uh, he's I got a see skin that. infection of some kind. Man, that sucks. Uh, the photo was bad. It was really yeah, gross. Yeah, I, I did see that. That's yeah. not that's and not to be messed with. Hardy decided he he can jump right in. So Hardy's going to fight. Uh, 
God, I can't <laughs> remember who he's fighting. What's Hardy's overall record? Do you know off the top I of your head? I think it's something along. It's like five and one or six five and one, one something with, like that. With now. the no contest, uh, it'd be five one and one. I think with oh, the no okay. contest, I All think right. he moved to six and one after that fight. Gotcha. Could be wrong. We could be coming back at you with some corrections next week. <laughs> <laughs> we could be. Yeah. Um, co-main event of the evening: Yair Rodriguez gets the unanimous decision win over Jeremy Stevens in their second fight after the first was called due to the eye poke. Mm. I think. Y'all, yeah, the yeah. picture of the dude in the goggles. Yep. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was Stevens at the weigh-in, yep. wearing the goggles. <laughs> that was pretty good. But Yair got the best of him in the first two rounds, I believe. Stevens was kind of putting it on him in the third. Uh, if this would have been pride rules, Stevens might have won for overall damage, you know, like right. just giving it to him. But Yair, he did drop him at one point with a nice liver kick. Mm. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, Next up, we got uh, Dominique Reyes in the main event. That was a great fight. Comes in and just shuts down Chris Weidman. TKO, yeah. minute and 43 into the first. I saw some clips from that. That was that a great was, fight. Yeah. I was watching it. I was watching it on my phone in my girlfriend's bed because I forgot about the fights, basically. Oh, yeah. So I caught the main event, and I'm sitting here like... Just watching it, my girl's cleaning up around the bed, and I just start screaming. I'm like, get him, get him! <laughs> she jumps, like, drops the clothes in her hands. Yeah. Like, dang, did he knock him out? I was like, yes! <laughs> it was so good. Get hype. I, I gotta get hype. I just yeah. love these fights, man. I love them. <laughs> uh, we already mentioned McGregor returning. Um, and let's see, Jose Aldo, Jose Aldo, however you say it, He's going to make the drop to Bantamweight for December bout to where he will debut against former number one contender Marlon Moraes. So this was going to be a hell of a fight, and that's going to be a good one. I mean, that's going to be knockdown, drag out kind of fight, you know. Uh, but that, that pretty much does it for our UFC news. I just wanted to breeze through. We had a lot this week. Oh, yeah. Um, shout out to... Uh, Randy Couture actually had a heart attack. Yeah, I'm glad to hear he's okay. Today, I believe, and he's in intensive care, but he, they're saying he will make it. A UFC legend, Hall of Famer, definitely in my book. Yeah, that, that caught me off guard when you said that. Oh, I, yeah. I had no idea. Terrible I'm, I'm news. kind of still out of the loop from vacation. My heart goes out to his family yeah. and friends. I mean... Yeah, that's that's rough to go through, especially it's a legend right there. Um, yeah. it's it's good news that he's going to be okay. Hopefully, a pretty good recovery and. You know, just take it easy once you get out of that. Yeah. Stay on top of the physical therapy and just. Yeah. And the man's physically like he's a beast. Yeah. So that hey, obviously man. tells you it can happen to anybody. Yeah, like, it, it really can. Take care of yourself. Get checked out. You yeah. Know? And uh, that about does it for our UFC segment. Uh, to end on a happier note, shout out to our boys Ian and Jay and the fight community for all the up to date news and participation every week. We love you guys. Uh, we appreciate the participation always. We do. We do. Um, and just. We'll we'll keep uh, supporting y'all. Y'all keep supporting us. Absolutely, you know? and spread Scratch the word. And, you know, tell your friends. Tell everybody. I love it, man. I love I love just this community of people we've mm -hmm. like cultivated. I guess yeah, <laughs> I don't man. know what to say. It's a beautiful thing. But yeah, and it's only going to grow from here. Yes, sir. So, time to move on to a little bit of baseball. Yeah. Obviously, it's time for the World Series. So. That was my baseball noise. <laughs> I might, you know, cut that out and sample it. And, you know, <laughs> make it one of the transitions. Uh, all right, so the ALCS to determine who represented the AL, the Yankees and the Houston Astros. Yankees took the first game in Houston 7-0, dropped the next one 
Uh, and then New York bounced back, wins uh, game five, four to one, and game six down four to two. Uh, going into the ninth, they hit a two-run home run to tie up the game, Ooh. and then Altuve hit a two-run walk-off to knock them out. Oh, no. Houston wins and moves on to the World Series. Oh, no. TJ, where you at, man? And I'm so glad you guys read one of my chumps last week. Moving on real quick to the <laughs> National League Championship Series. I am so happy. I am not a Nationals fan at all, but I am so very happy that the Nationals put the Cardinals manager in his place for the comments he made the week before. Uh, well, yeah, the week before oh, after yeah. beating the Braves. Uh, to think that nobody f***s with you and then say that, well, you better back it up, man. Yeah. You better back it up. And you did the total opposite. I understand what he was kind of going for, you know, just I being, like, in that atmosphere before. It's but like, don't be classless with yeah, it. Yeah. You're trying to, like, motivate your guys, light a fire under them, yep. like, get that whole it's us against the world mentality going on. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that kind of backfires, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And it did big time for yep. you guys. Nationals swept them. Woo. That's bad. it. The uh, first two games weren't that bad, but those last two. Oh, the last Woo. two were bad. Jeez. Um, so, and the, and there's a lot of MLB news. We'll, we'll hit real quick. We've got uh, Joe Girardi going to the Phillies. Mm. Uh, we've we've had quite a few managerial moves, and we'll cover a little bit more of that. CJ was upset about that one. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and I, I know why. He's a Yankees fan, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Astros, speaking of the Houston Astros, they fire their assistant GM after his comments. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what happens. You guys get an automatic champ and chump <laughs> at the same time. That that's whole rare. situation. Well, very rare. they get a champ for realizing where they're wrong and then getting rid of him, but they are chumps for standing behind him after the report came out that he made, you know, I'm so f***ing glad we signed... Um, uh, what's his name? Blanking out. Uh, but who had been involved, um, or Roberto Asuna, that's right. Uh, and he he was so glad that they had them. You know, he just served a 75-game suspension for violating uh, MLB's domestic violence policy. Dang. And you say this right in front of a bunch of female supporters. Like, you got to use your head on that, man. Like, that was a stupid thing to do. Mm -mm. Uh, but we digress. So he, he's gone. <laughs> That's all I had to say about that. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. we've got Houston Astros and the Washington Nationals in the Washington Nationals first World Series, mind you. Nobody picked this. No. Nobody. But the Nationals are not taking anything for granted against the Astros, and they're up 2-0. Yeah. Not looking too bad. Like, what's up with that? TJ predicted a five game. Yeah. Five well, what really messed me up was last night's game, uh, twelve to three. Mm. <laughs> that I did not see them pulling that out against the Astros. Now I'm not counting the Astros out. I think the Astros have a good chance of coming back, but this could be the Nationals' year. And man, that's got to hurt for Bryce Harper. Man, they just cruised through the playoffs, though. You know, right? <laughs> they did. Yeah, they they pretty much just kept rolling and kept their head down. And hey. They're up 2-0 in their first ever World Series right now. Killing it. Uh, by the way, I'd like to correct myself from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Seattle is not the only team left in the league uh, without a pennant. 
it's the only team. They're the only team left in the NL without a pennant. Uh, now that the Nationals have one, so that 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 was incorrect. I misspoke. But anyways, so that's rare as well. <laughs> nah, no, that's kidding. not true. <laughs> I wish. Uh, so to think, you know, the Nationals have already gotten this far as we're covering it. Um, but are you going with TJ's prediction of the five games? Or? Uh, what are you thinking? I think it's going to come down to six or seven. Yeah. I don't think it goes five. I think that's think too they, early. They get the fire back over there in I Houston. Think, yeah, I think the Astros will kind of bring it back together. Um, so uh, w- w- my prediction is that the Nationals win by game six, if not seven. Mm. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, being up two games, it's hard for a team to come back. Honestly, it's like you – I just wouldn't want to be in that situation if I was a player, honestly. Like coming back from two games down and trying to win something with so much pressure on your shoulders, like that's just not going to be fun for anybody. For sure. And the stress kind of gets to you eventually. It either makes you or breaks you. That's that's what's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> you're going to be immortalized forever or you're going to be remembered as getting swept. <laughs> yep, that's – pretty much it but um that was very general knowledge there for you <laughs> <laughs> hey you know spread your knowledge as best you can <laughs> even if it's thin <laughs> so you know a lot of moves going on in the background for the mlb concerning next year you know managers moving around quite a bit um and then you got the world series going hot with an interesting storyline of the nationals potentially winning their first world series and hey man Life in baseball is good. Yeah. It's always good to see a couple teams that you weren't expecting. Like, I'd like that to happen in the NBA, honestly. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> love that, too. I always love when teams pop up. And that's why I especially love it in college football. Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, we'll talk some college football here in a bit. Um, but for now, that's about all I have for baseball. Yeah. What about you? Uh, that's as much as I can squeeze out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break and we'll come right back and we're going to talk a whole lot of football. Football. I think it's safe to say that all these fans came out here to watch a game of football. Uh, John, we're in commercial. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just making conversation. All right. Time to talk some football. So we're changing it up. As you can tell with the first half of the show. Uh, we're making this show a little more of a conversation format. So we're not going to do so much of breaking down every single game like we mentioned earlier. We're yeah. going to talk about top games, what stood out to us. Break it on. So we're going to talk some NFL. We'll talk some college football. We'll hit champs versus chumps, and then we'll head out for the week. Yes, sir. So start with the NFL. Five games to talk about. So we got to start with Aaron Rodgers. Being Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> the discount double check is back. Yes, sir. In their route against the Raiders, 42-24. to 24. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers is back in form. Uh, before we hit Aaron Rodgers' number, let's talk about some positives for the Raiders. It wasn't all bad. Josh Jacobs has been looking good. Yeah. Uh, why don't you hit me with those stats? Uh, 
21 carries, 124 yards, and one touchdown. Yeah, it's good. Kid's solid. But it's, why are you running the ball 21 times when you're down that big? Well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's Gruden football for you. Yeah, just keep doing the same thing. It'll work eventually. Yeah, and Derek, Derek Carr looked good on paper. Um, from the highlights I saw, I did not see the game, but he overthrew a lot of his key receivers and key moments, mm-hmm. uh, especially down near the red zone. Not good. He was just kind of off center, and I think just because they got to a slow start and Aaron Rodgers showed up, Starting to look like David Carr out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Aaron Rodgers, 25 of 31, 429 yards, Ooh. five touchdowns, Ooh. passing, one rushing, six total. Oh. And he spread the ball very well, uh, throwing a touchdown to a different player every single time. Jeez. That's and that to me that's so much better. I mean, yeah, if you have a guy that can haul in three or yep. four touchdowns, perfect passer rating too. Shout out to Marvin Jones for hauling in four touchdowns Jeez. for the Lions. Um, but but if you can have a quarterback that can get it to anybody, like mm-hmm. a Tom Brady, like an Aaron Rodgers, like Peyton, a Peyton Manning, exactly. Drew. <laughs> Drew Brees, Brett Favre. I mean, you, you can the list going. goes on and on. But <laughs> the list of those who can't also goes on and on. Oh yeah. Um, so the Packers looking like they're getting some momentum back. That's scary. Six and one. That is very scary because I, you know, what these Packers can do when yep. they start getting a little momentum yep. behind them. As long as Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy and keep his mindset right. Yep. Because there's been times where I can obviously tell that he's not all getting the way to in. him. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And he starts to like pull back on the reins a little bit, and you're like, "What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you throwing the ball away every time?" <laughs> right. So. Let's move on to a very different quarterback situation in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, the Colts. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Not the Colts. The Chargers face the Titans. What and happened? <laughs> I didn't get to see this game either because I was out of state on vacation, so it wasn't being shown. Hmm. Um, but from what I gathered, the Chargers kind of lost on dumb luck for the Titans. Well, not dumb luck. But um, but luck, regardless, and no, not Andrew Luck. Yeah. Uh, could this be Ryan Tannehill's revival? I don't know. Mm. He looked good. Could be. I mean, the dude is solid. Like twenty three of twenty nine, three hundred and twelve yards. We weren't getting these kind of games from Mariota, honestly. Right. Like. We were not. <laughs> and we should mention Mariota benched that week yeah. in favor of Tannehill becoming the starter because it looks like the Titans are, have lost all confidence in Mariota and they are likely to not re-sign him at the end of the year. I heard somebody say that they might not re-sign Derrick Henry too, and I was like, I don't know about all that. Yeah, you know, that I would might, be a mistake. I might keep Derrick Henry for at least a couple more years maybe get some trade bait out of him if he doesn't pan out right and you know? you're gonna want whoever your new quarterback is to have a little bit of help there in the backfield exactly and if you have a 6'2 6'3 250 260 pound dude to run the ball and whew, catch it give it to him like, don't forget derrick henry's a versatile back he can do both oh yeah and when he has confidence like he started to gain in the last bit of last season we saw what he was really capable of mm-hmm. and that's what it's like that's when it's like you start to get a little hopeful for the Titans, you know? Right, right. Well, he, he definitely had a solid uh, day uh, in a supporting performance. Oh, for sure. Uh, 22 carries, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Not definitely bad. helped him get the win. But got to say, the Chargers lost after having two touchdowns in the final minute reversed on replays. Ooh. So they got they were got by the uh, replay officials. Yep. 
and uh, they failed twice to find the end zone from a one yard or from the one yard line. Jeez. So you know the Chargers being the Chargers. I think consistency is obviously their problem. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I mean, this team has been losing these close games. Mm. Like they they find a way to lose is what it seems like lately. Yeah, because. They're so capable. Look at everybody they have. Right. You know, they have a very strong young defense. They have a solid backfield, one of the best quarterbacks, mm-hmm. a solid wide receiver, probably top 10, Keenan yeah. Allen. Right. And, I mean, you look at them on paper and you're like, why are why have they only won two games? You right. know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, so let's stay in the AFC South. Uh, now we'll talk about the Colts. There you, uh, go. you got the Indianapolis Colts, and they hang on to beat the Texans, the division rival, thirty to twenty-three. Now taking a commanding lead of the AFC South. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, the think, new franchise guy in Indy, in my opinion. I think he's the real deal. Yeah, I think he is. He went twenty-six of thirty-nine, three hundred twenty-six yards, and four touchdowns. Yep. Uh, also spread the ball out. Uh, he he really is coming into his own. Um, and you know, it's, it's good to see him kind of save the day after such drastic news of Andrew Luck's retirement earlier this year. Yeah. And you, I mean, you see the tutelage that Brissett's been under before. Mm -hmm. Right. He he did get to sit behind Andrew Luck. He did get to sit behind Tom Brady. Yep. So, I mean, obviously having coaches like Belichick as well definitely helped to set that mindset for him and like give him that winning mentality, you know? Absolutely. Um, so like I said, he spread the ball out pretty decently. Um, Zach Pascal had six receptions for 106 yards, two touchdowns and T Y Hilton also had six receptions only for 74 yards, but he got a touchdown as well. Killing it. Zach Ebron. Did you see that catch he had? Oh, Eric Ebron. Yeah. Eric Ebron. Sorry. I I read Zach Pascal and then I scrolled down to Eric Ebron. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Eric Ebron had an amazing catch. He also had four total receptions, 70 total yards and one touchdown. That touchdown catch might be catch of the year. It's up there. Um, one hander, like bringing it into the body and keeping the feet in bounds in the back of the end zone. Eric Ebron is a great talent, man. And I will say hell of a throw from Jacoby because he put that in a perfect spot for Eric to make it, to have a chance, you know? Absolutely. And it was a good game. Uh, just not much to say about the Texans, even though they only lost by seven points, they just... I, I don't know what it is this year. They just can't know. seem to get in a groove. I, I had the Colts and the Texans being my top picks for the AFC South, but as of right now, I don't. The Texans aren't yeah. showing enough consistency for me, and yeah. Jacoby's looking like he might take the lead like out a little bit further right. before they get a chance. In terms of the future, I'd say that it's kind of anybody's division right now, not oh, just yeah. for this season, but for upcoming seasons. I'm um, interested to see what the Titans do with the backfield, the quarterback situation, mm-hmm. getting uh, Tannehill some help or bringing somebody new in. Yeah. That's what I would like to see out of them. Right. I, I'm, I'll am i be very interested in the draft this year. Very <laughs> interested. Uh, so... Let's move on to our fourth game to talk about, and I'm going to let you kind of take the reins on this one. <laughs> Too bad TJ's not here to deal with this. <laughs> TJ, what happened, man? All right, I'm really happy about this because the Cowboys just crushed the Eagles. Just crushed them. Uh, Star Trio had a day. Dak Prescott went 21-27, 239 yards, one touchdown, one interception, which... I mean, overall, his game was very solid. The interception was kind of a garbage play where he was trying to go for the throat 
in like the fourth quarter, I believe. Just like, oh, let's go up three touchdowns and end this thing, you know? <laughs> like, so, got to give it to them. I mean, I think the game ended up being 37 to 10, which, or may, it might have been 37 14. I'm not, I should know this because I'm a huge Cowboys fan. And I watched the whole game, but y'all know how it is sometimes. I mean, you just <laughs> kind of forget. Into it. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Thirty-seven, ten. All right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, the and you know, also going back to TJ's chump last week. You know, Peterson, similar to Mike Schilt, yeah. should not open his mouth like that. No. 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 I remember mean, how that worked for Rex Ryan? Not very good ever. Uh, we really shut down Carson Wentz. I mean, 16 of 26, 191 yards. He also just had a touchdown and interception, but he also had a couple fumbles, a strip sack on yeah. one, and then one bounced right off of his chest off a snap. Yeah, that Cowboys pass rush was We were hot. getting to him. We were putting a lot of pressure on him. Robert Quinn was doing very well before he went down in, like, the second or third. And then Vander Esch didn't come back after he suffered a neck injury. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of worried then. I think we were only up by like a score or two at that point. And I was getting kind of like nail bitey in that moment. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, oh no. Yeah. Now Jalen Smith's got to handle it all by himself, basically. Mm -hmm. But Sean Lee showed up a few times. I mean, we got it done overall. Uh, got a fumble recovery off of Goddard. He did score that one lone touchdown for him, which I was. A little upset about, but whatever, man. I mean, Zeke's back, 22 carries, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Dak even scurried out for a five yards, 30 yard, five carries, 30 yards, and a touchdown. Mm. And then Tavon Austin with the first touchdown of the game. Did you see that? I did, and I don't remember. Hell of a scheme from uh, Kellen Moore on this one. Kellen Moore's been doing a great job Hell as the scheme. offensive coordinator. I think he faked. He faked a. Uh, faked a counter to the left, and then ran what looked like a reverse from Tavon Austin. Mm -hmm. But Tavon really just ran in towards Dak and then cut back out to the side, and Dak flicked it out to him. Right. He made a, he made a Orlando Scandrick miss, and then it was off to the races, touchdown 20 yards away. <laughs> I couldn't believe this game. I was so hyped the whole time. I wish TJ was here so I could see his face right now. <laughs> I wish. I texted TJ, and this is a funny thing. You're gonna have to bleep it, but it's funny. Go for it. I I just showed, I sent him a gif of Zeke just eating when we were up like <laughs> I think twenty something to seven, and he he just texted me back and said all it said was, "Dude, we fucking suck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes pretty that's much, all you can say. That's pretty much all he said to me the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> gotta love it. Gotta love it. But so, yeah, yeah, that's all I have for it. Sorry, I got a little, little carried away there. Uh, but that's that's why I gave a big it to game. you. <laughs> it was a big game for me. We needed uh, to get man. our mojo back. Yeah, and, and that the, you did. The statistics on if you go if you start the season four and three rather than three and four are mm -hmm. ridiculous. Like I think it's only like ten to fifteen percent end up making the playoffs if you're three and four, and it's closer to like fifty percent if you're four and three. Yeah. So, just some statistics for you. <laughs> All right, well, we'll fifth move. game of the week. Our fifth game is Teddy Bridgewater continuing to Ooh. roll with the Saints. Yet another quarterback situation where he's coming to replace an injured Drew Brees, but do you put him back in? I mean, I love this guy, but like I said to TJ while you're gone, if you're the dude that you're replacing is a Hall of Fame quarterback, 
and if that dude's name is Drew Brees, you put Drew Brees back in. Yeah. You have to. Uh, my, my answer to that situation would be to keep Brees, you know, put him back in. Hopefully he carries you guys as far as he can, see where that goes. Here's the good thing. If he gets hurt again, you know what you have. Exactly. The other thing is he's not going to be around a whole lot longer. You know what you have. Mm-hmm. Spend the money to keep Teddy Bridgewater See, this after is the season. This is what I think is like the exact opposite of the Eagles situation last year with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. Like yeah. the younger dude went down. Yep. Nick Foles was the veteran coming in and taking over, so they yeah. had to ride with Nick Foles, you right. know? And he he did it well. I mean, when they won the Super Bowl, yep. they could have put Carson in in the playoffs. He mm-hmm. was ready. Yeah. But you, you had to go with the hot hand, the veteran. I mean, in that situation, I say go with the veteran. Yeah. Um, or go with the backup, rather. Right, yeah, yeah. But in this situation, got to go with Breeze. Yep. Got to. Yeah, I agree. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, however, threw 281 yards, 23 of 38. Um, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 100.9 QB rating. Uh, Not bad. Latavius Murray had a day, 27 carries, 119 yards, and two touchdowns. Good <sighs> Good running for them. Um, Michael and Thomas. Michael though. Thomas had a day. Nine nine receptions, 131 yards, but no touchdowns. Yeah. The two touchdowns were to Taysom Hill, the, the everything, Hills. the everything man. Uh, oh, yeah. The Hills have eyes this week. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hill also <laughs> bringing in that other. Uh, I did not know he was on the Saints. Yeah, I didn't either. Josh Hill. <laughs> is that the running back, Josh Hill? Uh, or is that like a wide receiver, Josh Hill? That's a tight end, Josh tight Hill. End. <laughs> I've never heard of this dude. Yeah, He's in his uh, seventh season. Okay. Yeah, well, know him. I'll learn something today. Hey, the, the hills have eyes, like I said. <laughs> uh, the Bears, not all bad. They lost 36-25. Uh, Trubisky, not too terrible. Uh, unfortunately, had to throw 54 times, but 34 of those were completed. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. And no running game at all for them. Right. None. No, yeah, nothing doing on the running game. Not a whole lot on the receiving game either in terms of getting it done. Man, I saw a meme about Allen Robinson that really made me feel for him because mm-hmm. it said something like, this man's had to deal with... Blake Bortles and then Mitchell Trubisky, like Yikes. somebody say a prayer for this guy. <laughs> uh, the the one highlight that we do have to mention for the Bears is the possible most perfect camera angle of all time in football. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh-uh. Cordero Patterson taking that kick return back in the sky cam, following him oh, and rotating with him killer. perfectly as he took off to the end zone. I, I mean, it was that. just a sweet clip. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. I'll Cordero Patterson Bears kick return. Man, I loved Cordero Patterson in the at the balls. Yeah, I mean, the dude was. He just to me in the electric. NFL, he he's a return guy. Yeah, and that's it. He just can't run routes. Just use him like Devin Hester. Yeah, like yeah, or uh, Dante Hall. Yeah. Exactly. Dante um, Hall was a killer wide receiver, in my opinion. He uh, was pure later, speed. Pure not speed. at first. No, no. It, it took him a minute. And once he got into the groove and actually slowed down a little bit, he actually got pretty good. Oh, You're yeah. Right. He was a solid veteran. Yeah. Because he still had the speed kind of like Deshaun Jackson, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, let's talk about, real quick, just some top storylines in the NFL. The Patriots making Ooh. plenty of moves. Good Lord. Patriots out here making money moves. Uh, let's see. They acquired Michael Bennett today. Well, the Patriots gave away oh, Michael Bennett yeah. to the Cowboys, My bad. right? 
for a seventh round that could become a sixth. Yeah. In 2021. AKA get out. Yeah. Like just leave. But the Cowboys would gladly take him. Like I was talking about before the podcast started. I think this is a good move for the Cowboys, especially when Randy Gregory is eligible to come back. Yep. If he does come back, who knows if he can stop like smoking or something. Yeah. He'll be all right. They, but um, we like to rotate our defensive line. So yeah, exactly. Solid. Yeah. No, he he will definitely serve you guys well. Uh, just keep his mouth shut somehow. Yeah. Just don't be a Greg Hardy. Uh, yeah. Don't be a Greg Hardy for us because that's what's yeah. gonna make me hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Like took a chance on him, bad attitude, and just didn't pan out yeah. whatsoever. Well, he had one year with us where he had like six sacks or something. I think. Yeah. Well, some other moves in Patriots news. Uh, Josh Gordon. He's on IR, and when he's off IR, that's it. He's getting cut. It is sad. Um, He should have had an amazing career, not to say it's over. Really lost a step after taking, like, two years off. Well, and he can't stay healthy. No, not at all. He just can't, and it's a shame. He started his career off so hot. That ceiling was high Because he couldn't stop smoking a little weed. Yeah. He had the one season where he was, like, close to 2,000 yards. I think he had like an 1,800-yard season or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, so he's... And that was with the Browns. <laughs> eventually out. Yeah, right. He's eventually out, and coming in is Mohamed Sanu, Ooh. the third receiver down in Atlanta, now with the Patriots. He went to sleep with one win and woke up undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put that. I hadn't thought about that. Man, That's the awesome. Falcons only have one win? Yeah. Yikes. I think one, maybe two. Maybe two. I don't. They're not doing good. <laughs> Jeez. Well, and that what's crazy is Matt Ryan's like the second highest. Yeah. Like, uh, he's the leader. He's the second in passing yards right now mm-hmm. to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yep. Um, one big move that happened last week that definitely showed up this week was Jalen Ramsey going to the Rams. Oh yeah. And he showed up. Got an interception in his first game. Yeah. Pick six, I mean, or was it just interception? I think it was. I think it was just an interception. Uh, and then, who else did you? Uh, who else did you say was uh, dealt today? Quandry Diggs. Quandry Diggs. That's right. Safety for the Lions was dealt to the Seahawks. Yep. I really like that, honestly, because Diggs is a solid veteran, hmm. and Diggs solid veteran, and I mean that kind of replaces the whole Earl Thomas thing. Right. At least puts a bandaid on it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, his former, now former teammate, Darius Slay, uh, was a little emotional about it and said, you know, no matter how much you put in, at the end of the day, it's just a business. And so that's just how I took at it. Nobody's safe, in my opinion, implying that no Detroit Lion is safe. I mean, no football player is safe unless your name's like Tom Brady or something. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) Mm. it's the end of the day. Yeah. I don't think Diggs was expecting that trade, but... You know, hopefully it works out for him. Hopefully it works out for the Lions. We'll see. Yeah. Have you seen what Adam Schefter's been saying about, uh, I think Brady? it's Adam Schefter about Brady? Yeah. Yeah, and that'll be our last topic on hot topics for the NFL. Um, yeah, I sent it. I have a bunch of Patriots fans, buddies. I'm not a Patriots fan, but they are big time. Like, does he know and something? I, I don't understand where it's coming from. or You know, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it just <clears> seems <throat> like he's just throwing it out there for, like, clickbait or something, you know? Yeah, but that's not something Schefter does. No. So, you know, there's something weird there. It, he's What we're saying is Adam Schefter has come out and said that Brady may retire next year or play for somebody else. 
it doesn't sound like he's leaving much room for him to play in New England, which is odd. I mean, he's taking pay cuts every year just to stay there. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't... He'll probably retire, if anything. If the drive's still there, we could see a Brett Favre-type situation where he comes back after training camp-type stuff, you know? I could maybe see that. Oh, yeah. But... And in for the Titans, number twelve, <laughs> Tom Brady. Oh, that I would could be see weird. that. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, he would have trouble with our offensive man. line. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he'd probably be wearing two knee braces after that season. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So with that, let's do some quick Week Eight picks. Oh yeah. All right. Starting off with, I guess tonight's game, Washington and Minnesota. <laughs> You know who I'm picking. Minnesota. Now. Minnesota. For sure. Yeah. I mean, Redskins could do something. It's the NFL, but... TJ agrees. I have definite doubts. Yeah. Um, next game up, you got... Uh, the Bills and the Bucks. The Titans and the Bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. TJ typo that one? No, I just misread. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> the Eagles and the Bills... Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Eagles and the Bills. So, Eagles and Bills. Uh, <laughs> he picked the Eagles, of course. I think I'm going with the Bills. I like the Bills' defense, I, and I like Josh Allen. Yeah, same here, and the Eagles are just too unstable for me to pick them over the Bills right now. Oh, yeah, and um, that offensive line is kind of like when uh, Peters went down. If he's back, I give a slighter edge to the Eagles, but I'm thinking the Bills pull this off. Yeah. Maybe by a short margin, but I think they do it. Yep. Uh, Bucks or Titans? Oh, this one's hard. TJ picked the Bucks. I am going to also pick the Bucks. Yeah. I, I I have thought about this one. I might actually be at this game. I um, think I'm going to go with the Titans just to play devil's advocate. Okay. But I would like to say that I am hesitant on this pick because the Titans always blow it after they win a big game. Yes. Always. Yes. But um, it's usually when they have a blowout. Like, if they blow the other team out, then they'll have a crappy game the next yep. game. But I, we'll see how it is when they win one close and then have to play this next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. Oy. Uh, Oy. <laughs> the Seahawks and the Falcons. Well, I know well, all of us are picking for that one. Yep. Seahawks. Seahawks. Move on. I uh, really think Russell Wilson's having an MVP year. Yeah, I do too. And unfortunately, Matt Ryan... It's not. Um, he's putting up numbers. He's putting up numbers, but not enough. No. Uh, Chargers and Bears. Ooh. This one's hard. I'd like to say the Chargers bounce back because the Bears haven't looked very well. I'm going to say the Bears for the opposite reason. TJ says the Chargers as well. I, I think the Bears look better than the Chargers right now. Chargers didn't look good against the Titans. No. The Titans, I mean, Jeffrey Simmons was looking great in that game. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I forgot to mention. That kid is, that's a man. <laughs> that's a man child but yeah I, I, I think the Chargers bounce back I, I think they get it going hmm. uh, alright so Lions and Giants mm, I gotta mm. go with the Lions on this one TJ also picked the Lions I like their defense uh, they didn't I'm, just get rid of their safety though I'm gonna play devil's advocate and say that Daniel Jones shows up again and Saquon's they in his win. second game back yep. so he should be doing a lot better uh, I think the Giants could pull that one off uh, Colts or Broncos battle the horses Ooh, Colts baby Gone yeah for uh, I don't Brisket. see how you could pick the Broncos right now <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do it I, I'd like to like throw a 
like <sighs> there's just no no you can't i can't make myself pick the broncos in no. this one yeah and tj also picks the colts uh rams and Bengals. Same thing, Rams. Yeah, I got to go with the Rams just because they got more weapons and they've been more consistent this year. That's all there is to that one. I don't think the Bengals will win until probably like week 10 or something. Yeah. This uh, one might get interesting. This one could be interesting. Uh, Jags and Jets. I got to go with the Jags. The Jets are just a mess. I like man. Minshew. I've been riding them. Uh, I'll take Minshew on this one. Yeah. Going Jags. Yeah, and TJ as well. So we got a couple of unanimous ones here. All right, 49ers and Panthers. Ooh. TJ picks 49ers. I pick the 49ers. And you? Uh, I'm not that impressed with the 49ers, Ooh. but I I think the Panthers give them their first loss. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I like I Kyle see Allen. It. I like Kyle Allen. He's doing and a good I job. I don't think Garoppolo's been nearly as consistent as he should be. No, Given no, yeah, how yeah. well his defense has played. Yeah, I can agree with that, but I'm still picking the 49ers. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, I just got to throw some upsets in there. Oh, the speaking of upset picks, TJ picking the Cleveland Browns over the Patriots. I don't know about that one, bro. Yo. Because I saw something earlier where somebody said, I think it was OBJ said that they wanted to be the first team they wanted to give him that L, like, this weekend. So like he basically just did what yep. Schilt did and what Peterson did. Yep. Yeah. What uh, Zach hey, Brown uh, did. OBJ, <laughs> recommendation from me to you, man. Just stop talking. Yeah. Just go ahead and shut up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Texans and Raiders. I like the Texans. Well, that last game they weren't impressive, and the Raiders did kind of get it going there at the end. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say the Texans bounce back. I'm gonna have a little faith in them. This is a coin flip for me. Uh, TJ also says the Texans just for a little bit of difference here. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. All right, it's a coin flip for me. Did we go over the Cardinal Saints? Cardinal Saints. We did not. Uh, that's Saints. another twelve o'clock game. Sorry. Uh, uh, you're good. Definitely, I want to go with the Saints because Drew Brees did say he'd be back for this game. So I'm going to go with the Saints, even though I like what the Cardinals have been doing lately. Yeah, they've been looking better. Um, a lot better. Blanking out on the quarterback's name. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, thank you. Finally looking has, a little yeah, more consistent. Hey, a little better. I still would have picked baseball. <laughs> You're never um, going to let that one go. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, Packers and Chiefs. See, this one would have been interesting had Mahomes not dislocated his knee a week ago yeah who's in place of him I matt forgot. moore matt moore good wow. old matt good moore night. old He's dusty uh <laughs> 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 they had to like bust the coffin open it was like in case of drew Brees, or i mean in case of mahomes injury break glass and it's like all dusty and they break it out unless matt, matt moore like, <laughs> pulls out one of his freak games throwing for a ton of yards i don't see him keeping up with aaron Rodgers. no 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 not this Aaron Rodgers. We're seeing a well-oiled <laughs> Packers machine right now. Oh, this is this is great. Okay, so we're finally getting to our Monday night game. Oh, what a stinker, dude. Well, so, yeah. Well, what was the phrase you used last week? A dumpster fire? No. No. Oh, the Tank Bowl? The Tank Bowl. Tank Bowl Part 2. 2.0. 2.0. Miami 0-6 at Pittsburgh 2-4. <laughs> I think Pittsburgh should Pittsburgh. just lose this one. Oh. And then... <laughs> Try to get a quarterback. <laughs> oh, man. I think Pittsburgh wins this one. I think they do because uh, Mason Rudolph is back. So I do like TJ's pick on this one, Steelers over the Steelers. 
<laughs> I know what he meant. He he was picking the Steelers. I feel you. Okay, TJ. I just looked there. I was like, wait, what am I? I messed me up. He has at least one typo every time. Hey, I do too. I man. love that's, him to death. I give him. I give him help. Part of it. it. We can't be perfect. We're, no. not, we're not trying to be perfect. I'm pretty perfect, man. Eh. Nah, not really. A little bit. I can talk. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, the beard's strong. Yeah, that you got the true. beard. I get compliments on the beard. There you go. That's that's. I'll take that to the grave. All right, compliment <laughs> some NFL talk. We're gonna hop over to some college football. All right. Time to uh, discuss a little bit about Week Eight. We'll talk about two top games, and then we'll talk about upsets, close calls, and what games to watch for Week Nine. And then we're going to hit our champs versus chumps. Hell of a games for week nine. Why don't you uh, hit me with those first two games for week eight? All right. Week eight, we had number six, Wisconsin, falling short to Illinois. Not even ranked Illinois. Uh, Wisconsin now falls to number 13. I think they should have fell a little bit further, but it was a close game, 23-24. Um, hey, they gave it a good effort, but, I mean, Jack Cohn, the quarterback for Wisconsin, 24-32, 264, one touchdown, one interception, three rushes for negative 10 yards, not too hot. Uh, they're running back Jonathan Taylor, 28 carries, 132 yards, one touchdown. That's pretty solid. Uh, James McCourt kicks a 39-yard field goal as time expires, and Illinois comes through with the upset. Yeah, that was nuts. Killer. Killer. I couldn't believe that. You know those boys were partying that night, man. Right. You know that. <laughs> um, moving on to their second game of the week, we had number 19 SMU cruises past Temple, 45-21. to 21. They're now number 16 yeah. in the national rankings. Uh, SMU Shane Bouchel, quarterback, uh, went 30 for 53, 457 yards, six touchdowns. That's his career high. Only one interception. Uh, wide receiver SMU Reggie Robertson, Roberson Jr. Uh, eight receptions, 250 yards, three touchdowns. He had a 60-yard touchdown, a 75-yard touchdown, and a 33-yard touchdown. This man was going deep. He said, "Hit me, hit me long. <laughs> I'm just going deep. Just throw it up there." You know, mm. uh, SMU remains undefeated and goes seven and zero for the first time since 1982. Yeah, crazy man! And just the fifth time ever. Yep, it is a rise for them uh, this season and the up and coming years. One remaining team to be undefeated in the American Athletic Conference. Um, let's see, five games remaining of three of which are decent teams. They got to face Memphis, who is six and one. Mm. Navy, who is surprisingly five, five and, and one. one. And Tulane at 5-2. Five and and two. Two. So all these guys got winning records, and uh, it could get ugly for them at the end of the season. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, hey, take the momentum while you got it. You got half the season under your belt. 7-0, and oh, man. That's Just crazy. Ride that. Ride that on into the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> like, Garrett, I, they're definitely going to get a bowl game out of this season. Oh, at yeah, least. definitely. Uh, so upsets and close calls. Of course, Illinois beat Wisconsin, like we just mentioned. Uh, Vanderbilt wins 21-14 over number 22, Hello. now unranked yeah. Missouri. Took them out of the rankings. Good I job, Vandy. I love that. That's some SEC stuff for you. Yeah. Just always coming at each other's throats. Hey, man. don't forget about what the work South Carolina's been putting in. Oh, they didn't yeah. beat Florida. No. But, but they did beat Georgia. <laughs> they did. I, I couldn't believe that. Uh, I watched a lot of that game, too. Uh, BYU gets the win over number 14 at the time, uh, Boise State, now number 22. BYU. 
They've upset some people this year. Yeah, this they're not a bad team. They're, they're usually a pretty solid team. They just don't have that next level uh-uh. push. I'm not uh, going to see them in that college playoffs anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> Uh, number seven, Penn State drops down to number six, or not drops down, moves up to number six. Uh, they, but they had just squeaked by number sixteen, now number nineteen, Michigan, twenty-eight to twenty-one. Man, Michigan dropping them, man. Ooh, Harbaugh, dude. Jeez. He says he's not coming to the NFL either. He says he wants to stay. Yeah, and he even sent letters to the parents of the players. I mean, he, he he's trying to show how committed he is to Michigan. But my question is, in time. How committed will Michigan be to him? Yeah, he probably got some phone calls after the Cowboys lost to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Jerry Jones ain't going to let Golden Boy uh, no, Jason no. Garrett go anytime soon. Got to have the clapper. Uh, number 15, Texas, had a close call against Kansas, 50-48. Uh, to 48. Kansas has had a solid team in the past years. Yep. Uh, Texas won on a 33-yard field goal as time expired. You Not had, bad. Number 12, num- now number 11, Oregon, uh, over number 25, now unranked Washington, 35-31. That was a pretty good game. I watched oh, yeah. a good bit of that one. I picked Oregon. so Yeah. I think TJ picked Michigan and Washington, so he was hurting on these picks. Yikes. Uh, they... Oh. Then you have Iowa... Uh, kept alive by rushing to uh, rush. Uh, then you had Iowa stay alive with a rushing touchdown score two minutes before the end to keep them in and win against Purdue. Uh, Iowa moves up from number 23 to 20. They win 26 to 20. Not bad. So, yeah. I think I picked Purdue on that because I was, I was sour on them after they lost the last game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, time to talk about what games to watch in the NCAA next week. You got 6-1, and one, number 13, Wisconsin, trying to avenge that loss against number 3, 7-0, and oh, Ohio State. Good luck. That's all I got to say on that one. <laughs> I'm, unfortunately, going to say Ohio State wins this game. I like Ohio State. Yeah. I think they're going to they're gonna do some damage here yeah. in the next couple weeks. Um... You have number nine Auburn, six and one, just like Wisconsin. This is like a mirror game. I can't wait to post this poll and see what what we get on this. This one's gonna be great. Uh, Number nine Auburn, six and one against uh, sorry against seven and zero. Number two LSU. We know who TJ's picking. Ah, I think I got to ride with LSU too. I mean, I think this is Bo Nix's coming out party. You think so? I think this Man, is. Man, he just had a bummer of a game that one. Yeah, he lost. that's true. Um, and that was probably why they lost because he had such an un, unsuccessful game. I mean, yeah, that could. Yeah, that's a good point. If Bo Nix doesn't throw up three hundred yards, they lose this game. I'm saying it now. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, I just just to keep it interesting, I'm I'm gonna say Bo Nix bounces back in this game. All right. LSU's playing hot though. I did. Pick, There's a reason why they're number two. I, I like Bo Nix as a Heisman candidate, but I'm still leaning towards Jalen Hurts in my opinion. Yeah, I like that kid. He's smart. He is. That's a good. Very point. smart. Um. All right. Number eight, five and one, Notre Dame at five and two, number nineteen, Michigan. Michigan is on this every week. <laughs> yeah, no lie. They, you're not. You're not wrong. They're playing some interesting games, though. Yeah, they're not they winning. They got a all. tough schedule. Man. They do. Uh, they normally do. Um, I'm gonna actually go with uh, Notre Dame on this one. Yeah, I like Notre Dame. I think 
Michigan's going to be uh, probably dropping out of their rankings after this one. Yeah. Possibly. I almost kept this week's uh, games to watch down to three games. Uh, the top game I could really find out of all this was 7-0, and number 6 Penn State, defending that undefeated record against Michigan State, who's 4-3. and three. I think but, they've dropped the last two Michigan State. Yeah. But not to say that Michigan State's a bad team. No. Just having, I think they're having a down year. Yeah. I, I like Penn State in this one, obviously. Penn State's just rolling right now. Yep. Well, that about does it for all of football talk for this week. Uh, thank you for tuning into that. And we are going to take a quick break, and we'll come back, and it's time for some champs versus chumps. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> I'm Ty Yeager, and I want to introduce you to the Rise Up Podcast Community, a community for podcasters created by podcasters, dedicated to the promotion and growth of podcasts everywhere. Rise Up is not a network. There are no contracts and no control over your content, just a vessel for you to spread the word of your work and connect with fellow podcasters to collaborate, create, and promote. And guess what? It doesn't cost you a single cent to join the community. Join the Rise Up Podcast Community today by visiting our website at bit.ly slash community and follow the community on Twitter at rupodcommunity. Again, that's bit.ly slash community and at rupodcommunity on Twitter. Come and join the community of podcasts and rise up with us. Rise Up Podcast Community. Champs versus Chumps. Let's see. What you got for us, man? I guess I'll start off with a champ. Yeah, you're uh, the first one on the list. Clay, Clay Matthews, despite the fine, he called out the refs. Uh, but, hey, he's not lying. These refs have been particularly bad this year in the NFL. I applaud him for speaking up. I mean, I think more players should. I, I don't think they should be fined for that either. I think that's ridiculous. Did Brady get a fine for tweeting about the refs in that no. one game? No. No. So why should Clay Matthews yeah. get a fine? Ridiculous. It, it doesn't matter. It's like double standards or yeah. something. You know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give my second champ, and it leads into my first chump, and then we'll move on from there. My first or my second champ is actually Debo Sweeney of Clemson, head coach. Uh, big time champ for the week, as you might know and find it or find out by my next chump. <laughs> I absolutely lose my mind when players throw punches, especially if a player that they're throwing the punch at is wearing a helmet. So dumb. You're risking the health of your hand to throw a punch at a helmet. Yeah. Uh, Debo Sweeney sent Andrew Booth Jr. back home 450 miles. <laughs> On the manager's bus while the rest of the team flew back. That's punishment for throwing a punch in the game, and I believe he got ejected as well. So that being said, my first chump of the week is every single football player, including Devontae Freeman of the Atlanta Falcons, among many college football players this week, who threw punches in in games. I, I really, what's wrong with you? I, if I were the coach, you'd be benched until you get it, until I think you get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe even suspended, or, you know, 
maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'll let you punch a helmet all practice long until your hand breaks so you can learn your lesson. Because, I mean, dude, don't do that. That's, like, that's so dumb. I've had it done to me when I was playing football, and it always happens from somebody that gets so frustrated because they can't beat you. Yeah. Like, and, and I, they just I, get I, mad because they can't do their job, and they're right. looking bad. The coach is yelling at them. Their parents are watching. Yeah. They're all upset, and then they... Then I know every time when the punch was coming. Yeah. They start getting all worked up. And you're just like, okay. Yep. Uh, why don't you give us TJ's uh, first chump? All right, TJ. First chump. Oh, I'm on champs. Sorry. Nelson Aguilar for showing no urgency or care to attempt to catch wide open passes, then turns around and blames Wentz. It's not looking good over there in Philly. Yeah. Don't look like they like Wentz half as much as they like Nick Foles. Kind of seems like the ship is kind of turning on itself there. Yeah. Wentz could be on his way out the door. Or uh, I doubt that. some new wide receivers very I, soon. I think Peterson goes before Wentz. Yeah, I could see that. Um, They're going to have to get this uh, locker room together, though, because obviously a few, yeah, few losses up. in a row really hurts their uh, their pride. Yep. And they don't. They don't. They start pointing fingers, and that's not what you want in your squad at all. Nope. Uh, and then TJ's uh, first champ of the week, uh, Shaq, for donating a home to a family of a 12-year-old boy who was paralyzed after a shooting. I mean, I, I said it in a tweet Stand a few up, days man. ago. Uh, I used to not care so much for Shaq back in the day, but man, he's really grown on me, especially in these last you know years since he retired, and he is a great guy. Oh yeah. He definitely is more of an activist than we've seen from a lot of other star players. But he's a kinda, quiet one. Yeah. He's not like jumping out and being super... Those are the ones you love, though. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. It's like Work Done. You know, every, like, everybody loved Work Done for all the work he did outside of the NFL of supplying uh, homes to abused mothers. Yeah, and it's not like he's acting like these people that want like internet fame that are like videotaping themselves giving money to a bum or something or a homeless person rather sorry (laughs) right but i mean you don't have you do it for you you do it for them you don't do it to gain anything from it you know yeah and that's what i love about Shaq, just kind of quietly doing stuff like this yeah uh why don't you hit us with uh tj's other champ other champ we got Dylan Dennis pays for a bullied kid to take jiu-jitsu lessons. He is now in the talks of starting an organization where kids, which are bullied, will be able to train in any martial arts of their choice. Never liked Dennis, but this is amazing. Hey. I dig it. You gotta call a spade a spade. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's killer. I wish I could have had something like this when I was growing up. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah same here. It's, it's, it's key for kids to have that. You see all these issues going on with bullying, especially... Uh, and, you know, I think it's great that he's doing that. That's a good move by him, for sure. Oh, yeah. Instead of teaching your kids how to use weapons, like, turn them into a weapon. Yeah. You know? Like, that, Let them stand up for themselves. The confidence goes way up when you know how to defend yourself. Right. Uh, and TJ had another champ, Chris Long, for backing up his former quarterback, saying Wentz ain't the problem. Uh, people fail to realize his stats are just as good as before even with all the drop passes wide receiver open drops particularly uh and i'd have to agree with that definitely good job by chris long for standing up for him oh yeah uh because i agree it's i don't think wentz is the problem at all i don't think the wide receivers like wentz is what it's coming off as to me yeah. honestly 
um, as we see in TJ's uh, other chump, is an anonymous player trying to throw shade at Carson Wentz. Come to find out, this said player was Alshon Jeffrey. So not only Nelson Aguilar throwing him under the bus, but now Alshon's trying to do it anonymously. Yep. He's like, I. TJ goes on to say, I understand y'all missed Foles, but where is he now? Hurt like he did with us when he was our start. Mm. Yep. Yeah, not good. No. Um, I, I don't like the whole <laughs> trying to say Foles is hurt. Like, it's... I think if y'all had Foles, you wouldn't have all these problems, honestly. Yeah. Because obviously the the wide receivers liked Foles better. Yeah. He, yeah, it's been pretty clear as of late. And that's a shame. It is uh, a shame because Wentz is a hell of a competitor, a hell of a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, real quick, might want to mention, don't forget, and we will be talking about this soon, the NBA season has started. Oh, yeah. We'll be getting to that soon. Not, oh, not today, yeah. but we'll get to it. Uh, so speaking of which, why don't you give us uh, one of your champs? Oh yeah, Kyrie for setting a record for points scored in first game with a new team. Yeah, uh, he was going off, man. Let me uh, look, look and find his this game. They ended up losing ultimately, but it was just a great showing for uh, Kyrie. Kyrie can ball, man. He's he's a great player. He is a hell of a player. I mean, the dude puts up. Oh, man, hold on. I'm still looking at Boston stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. It was actually a... It went into overtime this game with the Timberwolves. He ended up only losing by one point. It was 127-126. And Kyrie ends up putting up 50 points, 7 assists, and 8 rebounds. He was 7 of 14 from the three-point line, 50%. Very good, because most people are only shooting about 30, you know? Yeah. But... For your first game with a new team, that's insane. That just goes to show you, like, he's starting to become that leader that he wanted to be when he was in Boston. But we'll see how long it lasts, because if anybody remembers, like, Kyrie getting hurt last year, or getting hurt the first year of his contract, having to sit out for the playoffs, they go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And then the second year when Kyrie comes back, it's like there's a lot of pressure on his shoulders in Boston, and he just seemed to kind of crumble under it. Uh, it was kind of sad to watch because I really love Kyrie, and when he's on, he's almost unstoppable. He's pretty much the reason LeBron had that other ring, his last right. ring. Right. And, uh, I mean, just not living up to it. I mean, the Boston Celtics only ended up making it to the second round where they were ousted by the 76ers. Right. So, oh, by the way, I do have another chump. Oh, yeah? I'm glad you said his name. LeBron James. LeBron James. Communism is not a good idea. <laughs> End of story. Yeah, not trying to hear any of that. None of it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, why don't you give us your last chump and then your last chant? And by the way, quit stirring things up with China, man. Like. Yeah, LeBron. They uh, outnumber us. Just like I told OBJ, just talk, <laughs> talk less, man. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not part of the shut up and dribble crowd, but dude, just. Stop yeah, trying please, please. so hard to make yourself so powerful. Yeah, you're already a global superstar. Just leave it. Yeah, Just well, chill. and he made himself look really bad. Yeah, you did. But uh, my last chump would be, we've already mentioned it in the UFC segment, but Greg Hardy for not knowing he wasn't allowed to use an inhaler between <laughs> rounds. Come on, man. Between the second and the third round, he used an inhaler, and it was spotted on the camera, I guess, and... Uh, 
later ended up turning his unanimous decision win into a no contest. My thing is, how does an official not notice that during the fight? Like, why did you have to rely on a camera to see I don't that? know. I don't there are like that. four or five trainers that stand around Yeah, and they should have the caught corner. that right then and there. Yeah. That should have been nipped in the bud And at for that him moment. to say that he doesn't, he didn't know or play dumb or whatever, or say he asked if he could use it, and I mean, you gotta know. Right. You can't do that. When have you ever, ever seen a fighter use an inhaler ringside? Yeah. Like, never. Never. In his case, you ought to know that might domestic well, violence isn't a good idea either, but yeah. he did it anyway. I mean, you might as well pop a couple steroids on the side <laughs> and just go into the round like, yep, I'm good. Maybe Nate Diaz is right. Yeah, probably. Probably not. Uh, I got one more champ, though. Yeah. Who's um, that? I put the Patriots defense for being so dominant. Uh, if their offense never took the field not one time this season, they'd still be 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. That's crazy. That's insane. Oh, man. These guys have so many turnovers, so many points from their defense. Like, it's just... I, I can't say enough about how good this Patriots defense is. It's really carrying the lack of offense they've had. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, that's it for our champs versus chumps. And now it's time for your champs versus chumps. Uh, we will start with our Facebook sent-in from Ann. Champs were the, re- uh, the review officials in the Titans-Chargers game. Ooh, we have a Chargers fan. And she- <laughs> I don't think so. No, uh, <laughs> she said it more close calls in one game than I've seen in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to agree with that. I will agree. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Kyle from the fight community gives... Uh, the champs, Yair Rodriguez, and the chump to Chris Weedman. Yeah, saw that one coming. Yep. TJ didn't, though. I can't believe he picked Weidman. I don't know. But whatever, man. Moving on, the next we got from Michael from the fight community. Champ goes to Joe Lazan for being a 2-1 to underdog and said, hold my beer and got it done in yep. the first round. Yep. Is He's quoted, that can't be overlooked. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The dude was a monster. And thanks to you, it's not. We're looking right at it. Yes, sir. (laughs) Uh, We got another Facebook sent in submission. Uh, Darren out of Nashville, Chumps, uh, Yankees fans, and Champs, Jose Altuve, and the Houston Astros for putting the Yankees in their place. Ouch. How does that feel, TJ? Yikes. (laughs) Uh, I can testify this man is a Braves fan. Oh, yeah. He's a little dusty right now. A little salty. Yeah. So, uh, what else do we get from the fight community? I think we got, uh, what, two more? Yep. We got Max. Uh, he gives a double champ, one to Botchniak for constantly fighting monsters and coming out on top. Well, sometimes. <laughs> Second to Lazan, uh, as well for giving out that big brother beatdown. The dude's just... <laughs> there. There's a lot of love for Lazan in this in this week and I I gotta say it was, it was definitely a hell of a fight um, our last one final one Ross from the fight community champ goes to Charles Rosa for the arm bar win over Manny Bermudez again that was a that was a very good fight yes. I mean it was very fast like, yep. very fast paced a lot of action in that one Chump again goes to Chris Weidman and man he got doubled up on this I week I mean he kind of like asked for it yeah, I, honestly it with the goggles and all that and all mm. the controversy after the first fight so he got what was coming to him it yeah. happened 
Well, that's it for all champs versus well, chumps. No, that was Stevens with the goggles. Sorry. My no, bad before we have to good. do a correction <laughs> next week. No, yeah. That wasn't Weidman. Weidman got knocked out. <laughs> that was even better. Yep. <laughs> well, okay. as I was saying, Sorry. all good. No, all good. <laughs> I jumped ahead. Uh, that is it for all of our Chance versus Chumps. We appreciate all the participation from all of you from the fight community, from Facebook as well. Love it. Uh, be sure to look us up on Twitter at No Timeouts Left One. Also on Instagram at No Timeouts Left One. We are also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and SoundCloud. Be sure to hit us up. Give no us excuses. a follow. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Give us some love. We'd appreciate it. It's been a little while. Yeah. We um, haven't seen a lot of reviews. It's looking a little... Uh, come on, guys. Looking a little dead and dry. Just a little love. We need it. I'm on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so look us up. No timeouts left. You can find us on any of those platforms. You can find me at CoachKlein90 on Twitter. Where can they find you? On uh, Twitter and Instagram, it'll be Mike Phillips. M-I-C-F-I-L-L-U-P-S. You can find TJ Statman Franz at TJ Franz. TJ Franz. 615. 615. Yeah, I remember. There might be Taylor. I don't know. You'll find him. Yeah. It's, it's there. Maybe T Franz. Just the weirdest one. <laughs> the weirdest looking dude. Just, just, just go to our one. Twitter. We're all there. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> but, anyways, we appreciate you guys. That's all we have for No Timeouts Left, episode 30, and we'll catch you next week. Take it easy.